Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Thanks for tuning in today. This is a, a Monday where lots happened over the weekend. I mean, we found out that the former president of the United States might become a political prisoner, that his political opposition is still going after him, not as a criminal per se, but as a political opponent that they're trying to silence. And in turn, they're trying to silence everybody who supports him and not just that everybody who supports Trump, but everybody who disagrees with them or doesn't support them. See, it's not a matter of whether you support Trump or not. It's the fact that you don't support them, that you don't support the state, that you don't support the Democrat, liberal, communist ideology, and that you're not going to, to be with them. So therefore, you are an enemy and they must cut off the head of the snake. And right now, Donald Trump is the leader of the Republican Party. There is no doubt about it. Make no mistake. He will be the Republican nominee. And if they continue down this path, I believe he will be elected in a landslide. You cannot, you cannot stop this. Because what they don't understand yet, what they don't get, is this isn't about Donald Trump. It's much bigger than that at this point. They, have, they hated the Tea Party movement because the Tea Party movement brought in a lot of activists and a lot of activism that was not there from the conservative side. And that is what Donald Trump has reawakened. He reawakened it in 2016. He reaffirmed it in 2020. They stole the election. They rigged it. And that just fortified his support even more. And the fact that, you know, we look, we're done with, with you trying to tell us what to think and who to be and how to act. We don't agree with your ideology. We don't agree with your policies. We don't agree with your politics. And that's not a crime. Okay? It's not a crime for somebody to disagree with your politics. It's not a crime for somebody to go out and protest peacefully against your policies. It's not a crime to support someone who represents those ideas and values. Yet that's what they've made it, and that's what they're pushing for. You see, because if you support Donald Trump, if you believe in making America great again, if you believe in equal justice for all and fair elections, then you're a domestic terrorist. That's all there is to it. You're not a smart person. You are, in fact, possibly a white supremacist. And that's what they push over and over and over again. We've had this conversation. I've talked about it before. A lot of people have. But I don't think it can be talked about enough. You have to understand, these people do not fight fair. They do not believe in equality, even though they say they believe in equity. For them, equity is taking someone else's money and give it to another person. Not equal opportunity or equal chance or equal representation. And somehow they've come to the twisted conclusion that if they arrest Donald J. Trump, that that will benefit their party. They're going to go after him. Over This isn't it. I mean, this isn't the last one. They've got it. I'm sure they have a bunch of things lined up, but they, have, they still have Georgia in the background. Department of Justice still has their Mar-a-Lago raid and, top, and secret documents in the background. I would anticipate that they will try to tie him up in court and charge him over and over again with different things, all politically motivated, 
throughout the entire campaign season. The last thing they want, it scares them to death of having another Trump presidency because he knows more now than he did then. He will completely dismantle the machine. When he goes in this time, they thought he was going to drain the swamp last time. If he goes in this time, if he gets in again, and I believe he will, he's not going to just drain the swamp. He's going to pull the plug, and after it's all gone down the drain, put the plug back in so it can never come back up. These disgusting swamp creatures in Washington, D.C., whether they're rhino Republicans or hack Democrats, communists, progressivism means communism now. You know that, right? They're not Democrats anymore. These are not the JFKs of the day. These are flat-out, power-hungry, tyrannical communists. And they've got their lapdog media that supports them all the way. They've got their lapdog media that will, will, you know, they leak something to them and tell them, hey, here's the spin we want, and they'll just repeat it however they want. You know, the America that I grew up in and that most of you grew up in is hardly recognizable anymore. And the rest of the world are enemies like Russia and China and Iran, North Korea. They're laughing at what's going on. They're, they're, they're loving to see the destruction from within of the greatest empire to ever inhabit the earth. Unless, you, of course, you believe that there were aliens that built the pyramids and stuff. I mean, that might have been a greater empire. But the greatest empire right now that we know of in written history to ever, to ever be on earth. And it's not happening because we're being invaded. It's not happening because we're being you know, taken over. It's happening because of the ideologies from within, the power, the, the, the thirst and hunger, the unquenchable hunger for power that the Democrat Party has. And they're going to, to come out and say that, you know, hey, you can't, they're, they're trying to take away your right to free assembly, your right to free speech over and over and over again, whether it's via social media, whether it's, you know, saying, you know, Trump calls for people to protest and they're saying, oh, he's calling out his white supremacists to come be violent. You know why they say that? Because when they think of protesting, when Democrats think of protesting, they think of violence because that's how they protest. When they go out there with BLM or Antifa or whatever, these aren't peaceniks. Those are the real domestic terrorists. They go out there and they burn down cities. They attack police stations. They attack churches. And then they have the audacity, the arrogance to come out and say that if Republicans take to the streets and protest, you're the domestic terrorist. You are the violent one. You are a white supremacist, MAGA, ultra, mega, whatever. And it's got to stop. It is time for it to stop. I think people should go out and protest. If they arrest Donald J. Trump and they actually bring charges against him, there should be widespread protests. Having said that, beware. There will be agitators in the crowd. The George Soros-funded Antifa will be out there pretending that they're MAGA people and creating mayhem and violence. There will be agitators trying to 
to get the crowd riled up like they did in J6. Do not fall prey to it. If you can't control yourself, if you can't control your emotions to that degree, don't go out. But if you can, it's your God-given right. The government doesn't give you the right for freedom of speech, freedom of expression, and freedom of assembly. God gave you that right. And please exercise it if you can do so without getting carried away and doing something stupid, right? And I'm, I'm going to happen to be, it looks like I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. I'm flying back there on uh, Wednesday. And by the way, on Wednesday, I'm dropping my interview with Tim Iman, a Washington State taxpayer activist. Uh, he's been at it for 25 years. Great interview. You're going to want to check it out. It's going to drop on Wednesday um, sometime around 2 o'clock, so make sure you check it out. While that's happening, I'm going to be flying back to Washington, D.C. to attend an event uh, with Matt Gates and Joe Kent from Washington State and probably a lot of other people that will be back there as well uh, for lunch and then a, a dinner engagement as well, flying back to Washington State after that. But I could very well be in Washington, D.C. during the time that, that, that Trump is arrested, if that does happen, because they're saying now it could be like the 23rd. So they're, they're thinking Thursday. And if that timing, if it does come down to that, oh, I'm going to be in an interesting place to cover it. And I look forward to bringing you lots of coverage, actually, from my trip back there. It's going to be great. Miranda Devine, I mean, she's exactly right here. She says, you know, we're watching Democrats interfering with the 2024 election in real time. Banana Republic style, but be wary of the protest to take our nation back. We saw how that worked out on J6. Trump supporters slain, persecuted, still suffering in pretrial detention. Yeah, because the only people who, who died in J6 were Trump supporters, two of them. They were slain by the, by the modern day Gestapo of America. And, you know, Trump says it's now... Illegal, leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district. Everyone's probably seen this truth on Truth Social already. He ends it with, uh, you know, former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday next week. Protest, take our nation back. And the left believes that they can protest, you know, for things that they don't disagree on. But how dare you think that you can protest for things that you believe in. Check this. Rachel Maddow. Why does she try so hard to be a man? I mean, look at her. She's horrible, man. This person, she makes like $30 million a year. Can you believe that? For spouting this bullshit? That reporting for NBC is real. And the prospect that Trump might be indicted is real. And so, with these posts, we know what his response to that will be. We don't know what his response will be in the courtroom. I don't think we've had a clear view of what his legal defense is going to be, but his overall defense is going to be to try to raise the civic cost of indicting him. He is trying mm. to bring intimidation and pressure to bear against the prosecutors who are considering right now whether to indict him. Um, and he's hoping to create fear that there'll be another January 6th type event or, you know, his followers will go shoot up another FBI office or, you know, Trying to create fear there'll be another J6 or his followers will go shoot up another FBI office. The fear, these people, they control the population by fear. They control you, your actions, your thoughts by fear. Oh, I can't go do that because if I do that, oh no, I might get canceled. And then they sit there and they project. 
saying that Trump is the one trying to make people fearful. Do, do you see what, what happened there? She starts out by saying Trump is trying to intimidate the prosecutor and people. And then she's telling you that you could be arrested if you go out. And, you know, the idea that that the that, that Democrats, or, or excuse me, that Republicans are the ones creating fear, it's just ridiculous. And she continues, check this. Rachel, let me get you on one more thing. Just yesterday, YouTube reinstated Donald Trump's account, which means he's now back on all major social media platforms, including Twitter and Facebook. Granted, this post was on his own uh, social media platform, but should those companies regret the move to reinstate him and giving him access to millions of Americans? Well, I mean, we'll see. I think those companies are in a bit of a um, crisis of conscience right now in, in terms of what their business plan is and how much they want to benefit from um, undermining the democracy that makes it possible for them to thrive as companies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, so if, if they allow Trump and MAGA supporters to have a voice on social media, that's undermining the democracy. That's what she just said. She says so, they need to de- de- decide if they are going to help undermine democracy by allowing these voices on their platforms. She is a flat out communist bitch. Okay. She's a useful idiot tool making $30 million a year. No matter what happens with Trump or with Democrats or with anything, it will not affect her at all. She's a multi multi-millionaire. You see, she's, she's one of the elites. We're just the common folk. So she can sit there and talk down. She can say, oh, you know, you can't have your own freedom of speech because what you're saying is undermining democracy. She doesn't believe that. And she did, the more, more so, she doesn't fucking care. Because in the end, she's still got her $30 million a year contract and still doing her thing. Regardless of what happens. This one, and I want to uh, watch the uh, Freudian slip here. It, it's, it's pretty funny, actually. Um, MSNBC, man, MSNBC was on a roll, man. They, they were out there just being, um, I mean, ultra commies. Women Waters, I have to start with you. Uh, you had been warning everybody since the beginning of the Trump presidency uh, about who he is. Your reaction to the breaking news this morning from the former president who says on his own social media platform that he will be arrested. He says this on Tuesday. Well, um, let me just say this, Jonathan. Uh, Constantly, as I travel around the country, people are asking me, when is he going to be arrested and indicted? Is he above the law? Hasn't he done enough so that uh, the American people can have faith and confidence that the law applies to him also? Yes, I started very early warning the American public about this president. 
I have never seen, most people have never seen or believed what we would have a president who has acted in the way that he has, who has disrespected the Constitution of the United States of America, who has lied, uh, who has tried to organize domestic terrorists, and some believe that he did organize them as they attacked our capital on January 6th. Uh, this president has conducted himself in a way uh, that he does not deserve not to be arrested. He should be arrested. He should be indicted. And the charges uh, that he's been indicted on are minimal as opposed to the charges that I believe he could have been indicted on. I don't know well, what's going to happen. When he announces himself, it's almost like he's attempting to organize his domestic terrorists uh, to show up and to resist him being arrested. So supporters of Donald Trump are domestic terrorists. I guess that I am a domestic terrorist. By that definition, by Maxine Waters' racially charged, bigoted, arrogant, communist perspective. I'm a domestic terrorist because I, I happen to be a white male who supports Donald Trump and the rest of you too that are white males that support Donald Trump and you females too, it doesn't matter. If you support Donald Trump, he's trying to organize you as his domestic terrorist to go out there and create mayhem. And Oh, really? Really? Maxine, because I seem to remember a time not that long ago when you did exactly that. If you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd and you push back on them and you tell them they're not welcome. How dare she? Accuse And like I said, and I've said this over and over before, and I'll probably say it again. What they say, what these radical communists say is exactly what they're doing. They project. If, they, if she sits there and says that Trump supporters are domestic terrorists, what she's saying is, our supporters are domestic terrorists. Everything that they say is exactly the reverse. That's how they gaslight you. And their supporters just sit there and nod their heads. <laughs> okay, okay. They don't even usually read the stories. They just look at the headlines. Here she is again. Reform, reform. And so, yes, I would like to see the bill in Congress pass on police reform, but I know that the right wing, the racist, are opposed to it, and I don't know what's going to happen to it, but I know this, we've got to stay in the street, and we've got to, we've got to demand justice. As a black man, despite all of the efforts, I feel like nothing changes, and George Floyd is waking so many people up, yet nothing has happened just you know despite the rhetoric like what what needs to happen that's different this year well, than all the years we're before we're looking for a guilty verdict we're looking for a guilty verdict stay in the streets because those racist republicans those racist conservatives are after you again projecting because 
who 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 is the real racist in all of that? Hey, yeah, yeah. It just this this whole this trumped up charge, and I know everybody's used that pun against Donald Trump, which was a misdemeanor. The prosecutor is a George Soros bot prosecutor, bought and paid for. The federal government and other states have refused to charge Trump for this crime, but this guy apparently has got his nuts in a vice. And he's going to go ahead, I think, and do it. Setting off a firestorm that nobody can predict. I hope that it doesn't go really downhill, but prepare in case it does. They've got riot police in New York City to prepare for a potential indictment. They're setting up barricades. Just beware. It could be a trap. They could just be trying to bait out people. But but see the thing is, and people say that, you know, it could be a trap. Maybe it is. But at the same time, I don't think I don't think it matters. I think they're gonna have if there are large-scale protests, they're gonna have instigators in the crowd, just like they did on January 6th. George Soros is gonna call up his Antifa army. They're gonna put on their red MAGA hats and go out there and pretend to be Trump supporters and go do what they do which is cause mayhem. And then it will get blamed on Trump supporters. And uh, man, we're living in a crazy time in history. I, I tell you what, I, I, I never thought in my life, you know, I, I, I grew up thinking that, uh, you know, Ronald Reagan was the greatest president ever and Jimmy Carter was the worst. Well, I still think Reagan was great. I still think Carter was bad. But I think Trump is better and Biden is worse if that makes sense. All right, time for the weird part of the show. You know, this is, you know, this has been going around. This uh, Dylan Mulvaney guy, I don't think I ever pronounced his last name right. I don't really care what his last name is. This grown man who pretends to be a woman is bad enough. Day 365 of being a woman. <laughs> he went to the White House. He's like all over social media. He's a grifting. He's an actor. His background is in acting. I hate to give him, you know, any airtime, but I didn't, they're not, he's not getting any credit for this video. I'm just putting it on my show. So when a grown man, be, this is the weird part. So when a grown man pretends to be a woman, that's one thing. But when a grown man pretends to be a six-year-old girl, that's just freaking weird, man. That is mentally ill, dirty, perverted. Watch. I am Eloise. I am six. I'm a city child. I live at the Plaza Hotel, which is huge and wonderful and trace elegant, especially at Christmas time. There is a serious mental illness crisis in this country right now. This is being perpetuated by the so-called intellectuals. You see, they got to the universities first, and they, they created a generation of useful idiots that now march out into the world. There, a lot of them are upper management and executives at large corporations now. A lot of them are professors and teachers now. And they continue to espouse the lies and the hatred and the evil. 
And, and they're fucking up kids. They're screwing with their heads. They're screwing up their minds. They're destroying this country from the inside out. And anyone who doesn't see that is either they're caught up in that and they're screwed up or they're just not paying attention. Or, you know, maybe they just don't, maybe they just don't care. Hey, just send me my check every week so I can sit here and play my video games. Smoke my weed. Not that I don't enjoy a little weed now and then, but certainly not on a daily basis or to the point that I'm just sunk into a couch doing nothing but playing video games and watching porn. And that's what these people do. Oh, my God. All right, I want the regular scheduled programming. I'm um, gonna give you a few more clips, and, and then I think we're gonna we're gonna cut it short today. There's a lot to, there's a lot going on today. Um, but the fact that these people think that we're racial domestic terrorists, and, and they're they're putting that narrative out there, uh, it's crazy. Check this one out, though. And this one is this one is funny. Check out the Freudian slip that she that she does. It's so funny. Oh, here we go. Last block. I asked you about statements that were made by Trump's defense attorneys and whether that can be imputed to him. Assuming arguendo, this is Donald Trump posting on Trump social, excuse me, Truth Social. Trump Social. <laughs> oh, well, excuse me, Truth Social. <laughs> and now listen to this asshat. He's going to sit there and say that what Donald Trump put out there as a post on truth should be used and held against him in a criminal trial. He proclaimed his innocence and encouraged people to exercise their God-given right and constitutional right of free assembly. So because he proclaimed his innocence and because he encouraged people to exercise their right of free assembly and free speech, that should be used against him in a court of law. Check this out. And these statements are being made. Could these things be used against Donald Trump, these, these posts on Truth Social? Yeah, Katie, under the rules of evidence, this is what we call a statement of a party opponent. I would slap a government exhibit sticker on this post, and I would introduce it um, at his criminal trial. And this is a dark moment in our nation's history. And I'm glad you got to break the news, Katie, because what we have just seen is basically come to D.C. on January 6th will be wild 2.0. And I'm sorry to say for months I've been saying on air and online that the moment Donald Trump knows he's been indicted, his first post will be come to Manhattan or come to Georgia for my arraignment will be wild. He knows precisely what he's doing. He used similar language to incite, first of all, to entice his supporters to come to D.C. on January 6th. And then he proceeded to incite imminent lawless action. And he has done it all over again. But everything Donald Trump does is a miscalculation, Katie. And here's why. He has now just given the judge that will preside over his arraignment hearing food for thought about what kind of conditions should be set for the release of this dangerous man pending trial, because this is a dog whistle, just as sure as him telling the proud boys stand back and stand by. He just directed his supporters, some of whom we know are violent, to 
come to Manhattan for his arraignment. Protest. Take our country back. How dare you encourage people to protest? That's dangerous. You incited violence on January 6th. All I heard was, hey, uh, peacefully, you know, march over to the Capitol and make your voices heard. Which Democrats do all the time. In fact, they encourage their people to do it all the time. You know, they're, they're after Trump and others for saying, hey, go out and peacefully protest. And I think they're maybe forgetting a little bit about what they said. Check this out. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick them. How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? The biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. So even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. And, you would have uh, been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution are, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before in November and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't they're not going to let up and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Punch them in the face. Assassinate Donald Trump. Blow him up. Punch him. Shoot him. Put a bullet in his head. Go out and make your voices heard. If you see people in a restaurant, disrupt them. Who said that protests need to be peaceful? That's what all those Democrats just said. All those elite, asshole, communist, elitists, whether they're political or entertainers, that's what they said. 
Kathy Griffith holding a, a severed head of Donald Trump with blood all over it as some sort of comedy. Out there calling for the assassination and the death of a president of the United States simply because they don't like his policies. You know, we don't like Biden's policies, but I don't know of a single, not one, conservative that has gone out and called for the death of Joe Biden. Not one. Yet it was for four plus years, it was common practice for the Democrats to go out there and call for the very same of Donald Trump. So I I ask you, who is the real radical? Who is the real domestic terrorist? Who is the real threat to democracy? I think anyone that can exercise a little critical thought and has something in their head besides SpongeBob can come to the conclusion that the real domestic terrorists, that the real racists, that the real threat to democracy come from the far left, from the Democrats that are in power and their unquenchable thirst for even more power. Last clip, and we're going to wrap it up. Check it out. These are right-wing conservatives, and they hate progressive government and progressive politics. And when they denounce woke, uh, what they're trying to do is send a message to people that somehow this is not good policy. I agree with you, Maxine. We do denounce woke people, and we do think that it's not good policy. I can't believe I actually agree with Maxine Waters. (laughs) I mean, finally. Something I can agree with that racist whack job of a person, excuse for a human being. Pathetic. But I do agree with that. You're right, Maxine. We believe that woke policies are bad policies and we don't like woke politicians because they produce woke bad policy. So there you go. You've got it on tape. Dan Nunn of the Nunn Report agrees with Maxine Waters. Here's the Nunn Better Take the Day. You've got a political party that is basically, I mean, everybody sees it. Even, I have friends even on the left, and I think that we all do. The people on the left even see it. This is, but but some of them don't, some of them care, and some of them don't. Orange Man is bad. It's time to, we've reached the point of, silencing your political opposition by weaponizing the government, whether it's the FBI controlling social media and the freedom of speech and what's said and heard and thought, or whether it is DAs in cities. City of New York is not even, it's no business indicting the president of the United States. But this is where they start. You go after your political opponents. They started in January 6th, as far as like activeness, putting those protesters in jail without due process, without trial. Some of them have been there for two years now. 
still haven't been charged, still no trial, no rights given to them at all. And it's culminating now in what you can see is a political ploy to indict a former president of the United States and a current candidate for a future president of the United States in Donald J. Trump. Yet when you look at history, when you look at, at what's going on, the real radicals are on the left. I don't see all they have to point to is January 6th. And some boneheads that got out of control there, for sure. No one condones violence. Nobody on the right condones violence. And when they say so, they're simply lying. And they're trying to say that now Trump is calling for protests if he gets arrested by domestic terrorists. He's calling his domestic terrorists to come out. He's calling his domestic terrorists to come and cause Violence. You know what? I saw you motherfuckers all summer long in 2020 with BLM and Antifa burning down cities, killing people, destroying tens of millions of dollars of property. Hey, but that was all good. They were mostly peaceful protests. But how dare conservatives consider going out and protesting for an injustice on the leader of the Republican Party, Donald Trump. They have called for his assassination. They have called for a bullet to be in his head. They have called for the White House to be blown up. They have called for violence in the streets. They have called for disrupting any supporters if they see them out at dinner. They have called for intimidating Supreme Court justices of the United States. Then they have the audacity, the arrogance to say that MAGA Republican supporters are somehow the ones that are violent, that are unhinged, that are domestic terrorists. The real domestic terrorists are the Democrat Party and the far leftists in this country. They're the ones that are trying to put themselves in a position of absolute power because they they have no thirst that, that can be quenched for control and power. And they're seeing an opportunity now where they can potentially put themselves in a position of perpetual power with no opposition whatsoever. If we allow this to happen, if Donald Trump is allowed to be put in jail, if they are allowed to silence the conservative voice in this country at this time, our republic is done. Don't let them do it. Go out and protest by all means. It's your right. It's your God-given right. It's your constitutional right for freedom of assembly and freedom of speech. If you do, be peaceful about it. Be smart about it. Watch for agitators that might be out there with you and move away from them if you spot them. Don't be anywhere near them. They can try to agitate all they want. Don't get sucked in. Just go out there, be there, support. If you've got the stomach for it and you've got the gonads for it, go out and do it. But be smart about it. Don't play into their hands. This is all going to work out, all right? 
I'm going to be in Washington, D.C. on Thursday. It might be the day that he's indicted. That'll be interesting. It's not New York, but I'm sure I can get some great reactions out of people in D.C. That's for darn sure. Anyway, hey, thanks for watching. If you've just been listening on the radio, renegaderadio.com, or any of the, the podcast channels that I'm on, please check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. You can find me on all the socials at the nun report, except TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS. Or just go to the nunreport.com. One stop, one shop. You can click in to everything right there. Anyway, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.